one fun, on point for today, the expert to talk about it. Welcome to the ETF of the week. This is the ETF of the week where we get the latest take from Tom Lydon, vice chairman at Vetify, a site that can make you a better investor in exchange traded funds. And speaking of being a better investor in exchange traded funds, well, Vetify is at the core of Exchange, the big ETF conference, and that's this week. Joining me from Miami, Florida, it's Tom Lydon. Tom, great to chat with you again. Great chatting with you too, Chuck. I wish you were here. I do too. So you're going to have to warm me up with a good pick this week. Your ETF of the week is the Vanguard Small Cap Growth ETF, ticker symbol VBK. VBK, the Vanguard Small Cap Growth ETF. You know, Vanguard has a big family of ETFs, but they don't make ETF of the week very often. So I'm curious, why this fund? Why this fund family? Why now? Well, there are a bunch of reasons. First of all, a lot of this selection came out of the fact, Chuck, that you know at Vetify we're surveying advisors all the time. And we surveyed recently and we asked advisors, which asset class do you feel will be the best performing asset class year to date? And we put large cap, small cap, growth, value, domestic foreign, emerging markets, fixed income. Hands down, the winner was U.S. small cap. And this is the largest U.S. small cap growth ETF. Yes, we don't select Vanguard all the time, and there's not a reason for that. I think part of it is we want to have a lot of different discussions about nuances and the strategies of the ETF, but Vanguard does a great job. This ETF has a expense ratio of seven basis points, So it's really inexpensive. You get a lot for your buying power there. But most importantly, if you're with other advisors out there that believe for the first time in a long time that small caps will outperform large caps, and for all the right reasons, the pendulum usually swings back. Everything usually reverts back to the mean. And if you believe in that, this is one of those ETFs to consider. That being the case, this is, for most investors, the kind of thing that would be a core holding. So is it a 200-day moving average play, or it's more a case of it can be? If you're going to be a trend follower, yep, anything can fit the trend following mode. But if people are thinking small caps and you've got an allocation to it, is this a case of, hey, as long as it's in the sweet spot, you tilt towards it, what's the right play here? You bring up a good point. And normally, Chuck, I think you'd be right, but I'll tell you. When talking with advisors, their allocation to small cap over the last five years has continued to shrink because small caps have underperformed the S&P 500, for example. It was a tough decision and a tough discussion when you sat down with your clients to say, it's important to be diversified, but all they kept doing is comparing everything in their portfolio to the S&P 500. On top of that, it's how much you allocate. If you did have an allocation the allocation was less and less. And I think for most individual investors out there, if they were in the market, they didn't first think about balancing between large cap, mid cap, small cap, especially for their U.S. allocation. What they tend to do is have a higher propensity towards large cap, high correlation to the S&P 500. 
and it would be ETFs and mutual funds along with specific companies or stocks that they wanted to have in the portfolio. I think what we're bringing up here, which is really important, is so far year to date, it's been a pretty good run in the markets, but this ETF has outperformed the S&P 500 by almost twice. So the S&P 500 year to date is up a little over 6%. This ETF is up almost 12%, and it's also outperformed the NASDAQ 100. So when you think about that, usually those go-go technology stocks tend to be the best performing during an uptrend. We've had a pretty good uptrend so far this year, but small caps have actually outperformed this heavy indexed technology ETF as well. Not many people are talking about that. Does that ever worry you? I mean, if you get to a spot where you're way above the 200-day moving average and, and you've seen the 50-day moving average, so you know you're really trending hard, does there come a point where you say, wait, there's more room to go down than there is to go up? Well, there was a lot of room to go down last year. We saw a lot of room to go down, Chuck, for sure. But at the same time, when you talk about the trend line and the 200-day average, it's not as though this ETF is heads and shoulders above the 200-day average more than others that are out there. It's recently gone above, and it's maybe 7%, 8% above right now. So it's not in scary territory where you'd feel you'd be buying at a high. But it has had a, a decent bounce off the lows too. Something to think about. Look, if you have money on the sidelines and you're feeling more positive about the market, you see, you feel that the signaling that uh, Jerome Powell and the Fed has given that maybe it's not going to be as much medicine that they were signaling. It may be that we have a recession, but it's not going to be as painful. And that gives you confidence to put more money into the market. Don't push it all back into the S&P 500. Diversify into other areas. And, and more importantly, from a valuation standpoint, this ETF's value is almost 22% off the prices that you would pay for S&P 500 stocks right now. The other component here is it is the small cap growth ETF. It is growth style as opposed to value or as opposed to just going plain vanilla, playing it straight down the middle. Give me a small cap index fund. Is that at all a, a risky play at a time when growth is still a little hard to come by in this economy? Well, when you talk about momentum, growth so far year to date is beating value. So there's surely choices in the value area in small cap. There are also small cap blend strategies. But if we're talking about trend following and especially areas that have been unloved in the past, this obviously is an area that a lot of investors, a lot of advisors have not spent a lot of time allocating to lately. I think, Chuck, you and I just try to bring up opportunities for investors. And this is one of those things that maybe they didn't realize was going on when there's a lot of news in the financial markets. There's been a lot of good things to talk about year to date. It's good to talk about now. That's why the VBK, the Vanguard Small Cap Growth ETF, is the ETF of the week. Tom, great stuff as always. Enjoy the exchange conference. We'll talk to you again next week. Thanks, Chuck. The ETF of the week is a joint production between Vetify and Money Life with Chuck Jaffe. Yes, that's me. And you can learn all about my hour-long weekday podcast by going to moneylifeshow.com or by searching wherever you find your favorite podcasts. To learn more about investing in exchange-traded funds, there's no better place than vetify.com. 
They're on Twitter at Veta underscore Phi and Tom Lydon, their vice chairman, my guest. Well, he's on Twitter as well. He's at Tom Lydon. The ETF of the week is here for you every Thursday. We hope you'll subscribe and follow along so you don't miss a thing. And if you don't like us or there's an issue, please be in touch. But if you do like us, please share with a friend because we'd love to get more people learning and profiting from Vetify and Tom Lydon and the ETF of the week. We'll be back again soon. And until then and after then, happy investing, everybody. <laughs>